and I tell them all the time. I've written a long post about it, but you know, I'll, I'll say it again. Uh, those page scores are, they're not built for WordPress. They're not built for any CMS in particular. They're just general guidelines. And some of them are valid and apply to all websites. And some of them don't apply to all websites. And most people don't know which things matter and which things don't. And if you try to optimize your site, to get that 100% score, you actually might be making your site slower. So Yeah. I remember having that discussion with you with a client of mine because we you were like, the only thing that matters is the page load time. And we brought the page load time from eight seconds to like between 0.8 and 1.2 seconds. And the client was like, but we're still, we still have a B on this page score. How do we make it a 100 and I'm, or an A or whatever? And I was like, but your page load speeds are excellent. <laughs> like they don't get much better than that. Heroes are an inspiring group of people. Every one of them from the larger than life comic book heroes you see on the big silver screen to the everyday heroes that let us live the privileged lives we do. Every hero has a story to tell. The doctor saving lives at your local hospital. The war veteran down the street who risked his lives for our freedom. The police officers and firefighters who risk their safety to ensure ours. Every hero is special and every story worth telling. But there is one class of heroes that I think is often ignored. The entrepreneur, the creator, the producer, the ones who look at the problems in this world and think to themselves, you know what? I can fix that. I can help people. And I can make a difference. Then they go out and do exactly that by creating a new product or introducing a new service. Some go on to change the world. Others make a world of difference to their customers. Welcome to The Hero Show. Join us as we pull back the masks of the world's finest heropreneurs and learn the secrets to their powers, their success, and their influence. So you can use those secrets to attract more sales, make more money, and experience more freedom in your business. I'm your host, Richard Matthews, and we are on in three, two, one. Hello and uh, welcome back to The Hero Show. My name is Richard Matthews, and today I am on the line with Johnny. Um, and Johnny is the founder of Johnny VPS, a performance web host. And uh, what was the name of the blog, Johnny? I'll make w sure I get that w one right. WP Johnny. WP Johnny, which is performance uh, suffer WordPress. And we actually got connected a while back because you helped take over a lot of my clients' uh, websites from WordPress managed hosting stuff. And... All of my clients are super excited with the speed and performance that you guys have been able to provide there. So why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about what you guys are known for, um, what you do professionally, um, why clients come to you? Yeah, I've been, um, well, I've been on the, I've been on the web for, I think it's, it's coming close to 20 years. So I have a long background in IT and networking and development and design. And I mean, you've, you, I've done it all. Um, at some point I, once you start building big enough sites or your sites get big or your clients get big, we started dealing with speed issues. And that was a whole other can of worms that you, you typically don't see with smaller clients because their sites are so simple. They don't have the millions of traffic. But, yeah. Uh, once we started dealing with bigger clients, we had no choice but to figure out how to give them higher performance, um, how to speed up their sites and speed up their servers. And, you know, this issue, this scaling issue started, I think about 2010 was when I started dealing with sites that were just getting unruly. Um, and most sites back then, if you, if you don't get over 10,000 users or the 100,000 users a month mark, you, you don't see these issues. But once you reach that point, all your plugins start to come apart, all your themes come apart, you start to realize anything that's making 
inefficient database queries slows down. So uh, <laughs> we had no choice but to go back and just rewrite everything from scratch. Uh, we redid our themes from scratch. Um, there were many plugins that were either abandoned or just weren't written all that well. We redid that and then came to the server part. Uh, around then, virtualization technology was just, it was becoming the new thing. So back then you either had uh, cheap crappy shared hosting or the, the super expensive dedicated server. There was nothing in between. Yeah. So, you know, fortunately uh, the whole VPS thing came on. People figured a way to virtualize servers, which means you would take a giant dedicated server, chop it up into smaller chunks, more affordable chunks for that, you know, for the medium sized businesses. And we started optimizing on there. And the, uh, you know, the software wasn't so friendly at the time. So we, we really, everything was very manual. It was very, it was not user friendly at all. You didn't have all these cute services that, you know, you pay 10 bucks a month for and gives you an interface and all that. We had to do everything manually. Command line, um, tools didn't exist. You, you have to code everything from scratch. So that's yeah. where I came from. That's how you got started into the, uh, uh, the virtual private server space. So what, is, what, is it, what is it sort of like now, now that you guys, I know Johnny VPS has sort of taken off a little bit and, uh, and growing and it's, so the, just the hosting space is in a different, different world now than it was? Yeah, definitely. Um, WordPress has gotten so evolved. Uh, it's gotten so much more complicated. There's, there's more bloat, more features, more functions. And there's more users. I think back then, uh, WordPress was more, it was still like for developers and designers only or webmasters, you know, people were very tech savvy. And now it's starting to be used by people who don't, don't even know anything about the internet. They don't even know what a website is, but they know what WordPress is. You know, they, they don't understand the idea of a CMS. So for them, the website world is WordPress, Wix, Weebly, Squarespace. Shopify. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, a lot's changed. Things have gotten more bloated. Um, and, I, you know, it's nice because we have this long background of dealing with performance. And now that it's becoming a trend, people are, are open to paying more for it. Before, nobody wanted to pay more than $10 a month for hosting. It was unheard of. You know, now people are willing to pay $50, $100 just to host one site because they appreciate the speed. Um, and, and to some degree, higher performance servers have also come down in price, right? It used to be 5,000 a month for anything that was fast. And now it's, it's, it's much more affordable for $20 a month. You can get a pretty, a pretty solid server. Yeah. Yeah. And I know like our, our clients, we went from, um, uh, one of these managed services that's not, nothing wrong with them, but once they hit a certain size, we couldn't get our page load speeds under like eight seconds. Um, and we moved them over to the virtual private servers that you guys offer and just the better server all by itself brought their page load times under, you know, a second and a half, um, which is really good for an e-commerce store. Um, that means more money in the bank. Um, so it's really a uh, really potent stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. It makes all the difference. So we talk pretty regularly on the show about the, you know, our entrepreneurs, um, like your your origin story your particular origin story right every hero has their origin story it's where you started to realize that you were different maybe you had superpowers and maybe you could um, use it to help bring value to other people how did you get started in the entrepreneur space you said you've been working online for 20 years how did you get in um, to become an entrepreneur <laughs> um 
I was always uh, I was always fascinated by business, and I what what first drew me to it was because I thought I could make a lot of money, and that was I think that's the first appeal. You 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 see these books, I don't know, like like Rich Dad Poor Dad or something, yeah. giving generic books, and you think, oh okay, if I do this, I'm gonna make a gajillion dollars. Um, and so I, I I started my IT business like that, and and I made I made some pretty good money when I was really young. I bought a house at like 20 years old, and and it was good, but uh, I just it, it just felt like you had to work your life away. Yeah. So then I you know I pivoted and and in a in one defining moment I had a. Um, I broke up with my longtime girlfriend. She complained that I wasn't spending enough, enough time with her and I was a total workaholic and this and that. And, and she left. And when she left, my entire empire just crumbled. It <laughs> collapsed in words on itself. And I just had an epiphany. I said, you know what? I, I never want to be a I never want to be a workaholic anymore. I want to find a different kind of business where I'm not grinding away. And not only that, but it feels fun and feels like I'm empowering people. Um, back then I was doing huge corporate contracts and it just felt like these million or billion dollar companies were buying out my life at a hundred or $150 an hour. That's what it felt yeah. like buying my life out. So I said, you know what? I, I don't want to do that. It has to be fun. It has to be, and it, it can't be like on call work where, they call me and it's always an emergency and I feel like a, like a computer paramedic. So I, I, I started working in the online world. You can work remotely. Um, I was traveling a lot and working from all the, I was working from Europe, from South America, from Asia. Nice. Uh, I changed, yeah. So I, I changed my lifestyle a bit and, and if I could say my superpower, <laughs> um, I mean, aside from being able to grind and have no life and read a thousand pages about any material, uh, I think that's one power. But I think the real superpower is to just uh, whatever client that you work with, whatever industry that you work with, like you have to spend the time to know what makes the difference. And for that client, yes, for that client and, and to know what makes the difference in their industry. I, I think that as as a web designer or as an SEO person or as an ads person, you always feel like your power is the answer to all their problems. Yeah. And and it's a trap. I, I think it's a trap. You have to to solve anybody's problems. I I try to shut myself up and let them do all the talking. And once they've talked long enough, actually the answer just just emerges very naturally. Um, and that's how we do our design work, our development work, or when we did our marketing and our SEO and our ads and any of that, uh, we just let the client talk themselves in circles and, and about their, their industry and their competitors and, and what, what things their customers like the most about them. And, and the, the answer comes very naturally. We, I, I don't think it comes from us personally. <laughs> it's funny. I was uh, watching the movie Knives Out with my wife last night, and one of the lines oh, yeah, in the movie, sorry. one of the lines in the movie, the uh, the the main uh, detective character says that you know we just 
follow the arc of the truth or you follow the arc of the story and the truth unerringly lands at my feet right <laughs> this kind of sounds like yeah. the same kind of thing that if you just let the story play if you just let them tell what it is the truth will land at your feet um yeah. and let you know what you actually need to do to help those clients oh yeah <laughs> yeah he, he was he's like i'm gonna i'm a passive observer he's like i'm just gonna be a passive observer i'm not gonna feel all over your business but yeah, I, I think it. I think it helps, and, and it, it's a whole lot less effort in trying to find solution. You just have to sit there, observe, 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 try some things, and and you know, usually any business that I've seen that has grown a lot, they've just listened to their customers. Really, your customers will tell you what they want, and then just do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, if I'm hearing you correctly, boil it down. Your superpower is you listen to your customers and then do what they ask. <laughs> Yep. Makes it sound makes it sound easier than it is. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I think that's how it is, right? You you spend all these years learning all kinds of uh, tricks and tools and tactics and and methods, and when you finally when you finally figure it out, it's actually it's it's logic, it's common sense. Yeah, absolutely. So. My next question for you, if, if the superpower is, you know, we can boil it down to listening and implementing with your clients, your, the flip side of that is your fatal flaw. So just like Superman has his kryptonite, um, you know, we all have something that we struggle with in our, you know, with our own selves that we struggle with. Um, what is that for you? And more importantly, how have you dealt with that? You know, um, whatever that thing is, that's held you back in your business. So people who might suffer from something similar can learn a bit from, uh, from your mistakes. Yeah. Um, I've wasted a lot of time chasing chasing problems that didn't need to be solved. So, so how do you determine when a problem doesn't need to be solved? Like, when do you figure <laughs> that out? Well, okay. I am. Um, yeah. I, I have a, I have an OCD perfectionist personality. So for example, let's say a design problem that doesn't need to be solved. We'll design a, a site for a client and they love it. They say, they say, Johnny, I love it. Launch it tomorrow. We're ready to go. And I'll say no. <laughs> I'll say no because something about the menu bothers me. I want to rebalance it. So I'll sit there nudging it left and right, moving it a few pixels this way, that way, you know, subtly changing the colors, something like that, wasting a whole bunch of time. Or, um, or, we're, or it's a programming issue where, uh, you know, one of our programmers solved the issue, but it wasn't the way I wanted. So I'll sit there and insist that we try to get it right, the most perfect, proper, efficient way possible. Even though the client's happy, the programmer's happy, on paper, the problem is solved. But for me, I like to go back in and go, let's, let's open it up. Let's see if we can write it a little differently. So that would be my favorite. Let's see if I can put my own little, my little stamp on it. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I've done that thing with the menu before where like everyone else is fine with it. I'm sitting here like maybe if we adjusted a few pixels to the left. <laughs> um, and my, my, my wife tells me sometimes I obsess a little over the pixels on the screen being in the wrong spot. Um, which so I totally get you there. <laughs> <laughs> so my next question for you has to do with your common enemy. So the way we frame the common enemy question is basically when you bring clients on, it's something that you, you fight against with them, like their mindset, something that you have to constantly help your clients overcome in order for them to get better, faster results. Maybe if you had a magic wand and you could just remove it from all your clients, you know that you could uh, um, solve their problems better, cheaper, faster. What, what would that be for you? Well, 
in the in the WordPress speed world, it's clients that are trying to optimize for those page scores. For you know, like <laughs> GT I know metrics, how that goes. <laughs> GT metrics, Pingdom, the Google Page Insights. Um, and I tell them all the time, I've written a long post about it, but you know, I'll, I'll say it again. Uh, those page scores are, they're not built for WordPress. They're not built for any CMS in particular. They're just general guidelines. And some of them are valid and apply to all websites. And some of them don't apply to all websites. And most people don't know which things matter and which things don't. And if you try to optimize your site to get that 100% score, you actually might be making your site slower. So yeah, I remember having that discussion with you with a client of mine, because we you were like, the only thing that matters is the page load time. And we brought the page load time from eight seconds to like between 0.8 and 1.2 seconds. And the client was like, but we're still we still have a B on this page score. How do we make it a 100 and I'm, or an A or whatever. And I was like, but your page load speeds are excellent <laughs> like they don't get much better than that so yeah. um, i assume you deal with that all the time then <laughs> all the time um you know and and i i give people i, I tell them look I, this is my professional opinion and this is what i would do this is what i would recommend for even my most high-end most expensive clients even my brother if it was my own family member this is what i would recommend but if you want something different i'll gladly do it for you but I'm just going to lay it out for you. I'll, I'll lay out all the information and I'll give you the links you read on your own or don't read it. I'll do exactly what you say, but, but at this point it's your choice. You know, it's not what I want to do. It's not what I recommend. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting conversation you have to have with the speed and performance. Cause it's, it's like a, Oh, I don't know what you call it. That it's that whole, like this, these things have been propped up as like experts in the space without actually, like they're not actually experts at the thing that you're trying to accomplish. Um, oh. So they're just sort of generic. Oh yeah. That, I mean, I mean, you know, it's, it's like the type of patient that goes online, reads, reads WebMD, WebMD, and then goes into their doctor and argues with their doctor. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So my uh, my the flip side of that, right? If the so if you're constantly fighting against those kind of uh, those kind of things with your speed stuff, what is it that you actually fight for on the other side, right? So you're driving force, just like Spider-Man fights to save New York, or Batman fights to save Gotham, or Google fights to index and categorize all the world's information. What is it that you guys are fighting for over at Johnny PPS? The way I feel about it is that we're we're not trying to save the world. We're just trying to save our clients. We prioritize everything that we do, anything that we invent or create or, or strategize about, it's for our existing client base because we wanna help them. They're the most important. I don't care about uh, new clients or somebody else dying across the street. That's not, that's not my concern. I care about our clients first, but once we find the cure, we share it with the world, so. That, that's my driving like force. Um, yeah, we, we help our people and then, and then we, share, we share our findings with the rest of the world so that other, you know, other server guys or other programmers or other speed, you know, speed, speed experts can also help their clients in the same manner. And you know, whatever they do with it, you know, good for them. And, and, and I hope likewise other people who have found the cure can also share what they found with us. 
you know, so I, I feel like uh, we're a bunch of scientists, basically. Yeah, so is that how you're sort of your two brands tie together where you have the, uh, the VPS where you guys, you know, do all the creation and learning with your clients and then the blog where you guys share your findings? Pretty much, pretty much. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's, so, that's, that's a cool model. <laughs> it, you know what? It's a lot of fun because we, you know, we, we do have a development arm of our, our business, but it's not advertised. We, we typically don't, we're not looking for new development clients. We have enough referrals, but it's really cool because we get to work with the coolest sites, the coolest projects. And, you know, they give us challenges that we wouldn't be able to find anywhere else. And with, you know, with what we learn, we share as, as much as we can. Absolutely. So my next question for you is more practical, right? We call it the hero's tool belt. Maybe you got a big magical hammer like Thor or a bulletproof vest like your neighborhood police officer. What is one of the tools that you use sort of on an everyday basis that you couldn't run your business without? Maybe that's, you know, something that you guys use internally or client management tool or something you guys use on all your projects, you know, just practical tool you, that you guys just absolutely love and use every day in your business. Ah, uh, got it. Yes. So for, um, for the development side, uh, I think, I think all our programmers, they, they like visual studio code. Um, and then of course there's like certain extensions for them. Um, they like that. They use that for all their coding and programming. Um, flywheel local. That's a really useful, um, super simple program use. So you can, you know, run a, run a local web server right off your computer. So you can do your development, your staging work, uh, your, all your coding, and then they'll, they'll use GitHub. They'll push it to GitHub uh, just to, you know, to update their plugins or themes. So, uh, oh, so just out of curiosity, do you recommend that most people, like most businesses, have some sort of local development instead of actually like changing things on their, their main website, like testing plugins and that kind of stuff? I, <laughs> I'm of the ma I'm of the mindset personally for me. Um, I don't believe in staging. I, I push it live. I don't, I don't care. Uh, if a template breaks, I'm usually prepared for it. If WooCommerce, uh, starts to look weird after the update, I, I know where to go to restore the styles or turn off whatever new styles that got put on. Um, and I think, I think there are many developers like that. It's just that some of them do it in, in a more logical and, and methodical way. And others are just doing it because they're lazy. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. that changes. It's interesting because it, depending on who you talk to in the development space, some people are like, hey, if you make a change to your live, your live website without testing and a staging force that, first, that's like cowboy coding and you're going to blow everything up and you deserve whatever money you lose. Um, and other people are like, if you do it safely, it's just fine. So I was just curious what, uh, what your thoughts were on that. Yeah, I, you know, I, I feel like for most changes, um, I mean, here, here's, here's, the, here's the thing, right? It's like, why do we, have, why do we even have staging? some people have staging sites because it allows them to develop something and, and, and have a temporary place for it until it's ready to go live. That's a legit, I think that's a really legit uh, use for staging because you're, you just need some other place to do your draft work. But if you're using staging to mimic a live site or a live server, 
that's going to be very different, especially for the larger sites. For the really big sites, you, you kind of don't know. <laughs> you don't know how, yeah. if it's really going to work. And the, and the staging environment doesn't match the traffic of the live environment. Or th there's just certain things that you, you can't for whatever reason. You can't actually stage a million visitors to come to your staging site and see what impact it has. Exactly. Um, and and there, I mean, there are many other scenarios too. I just don't remember it off the top of my head right now. And, and also, yeah, uh, I wanted to say too, for because we do development, we do web hosting. For web hosting stuff, um, I like, uh, it's called, ooh, okay, the acronym is WHMCS. It's yeah. a, a web host billing system. So I, I think that's been really essential. We connect all our servers to it. And I will say, once you, once you have to manage over a certain number of servers, that software has been instrumental to help all of us, all the staff and admins, uh, be able to jump quickly in and out of different servers. Um, we use Slack as well for our own internal communication and also for our clients. So we yeah. have a cool thing where we have a Slack channel for our, our dedicated VPS clients. And that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been uh, fun being in there for our stuff as well. But yeah, the, uh, the WHMCS, um, you guys use it. And then um, one of our other, we have a Mac Mini in the cloud. Um, and that company that we have our, our Mac Mini hosted with uses it too. And it's nice to have like, you know, as, as a client to have the same sort of like software set up to get in and manage your servers. Um, so it, I think it works both ways, at least if you guys like it from a, from a company standpoint, it's also really easy to use from our side, the people who are consuming. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's great. So my next question for you has to do with your own personal heroes, right? So just like, Frodo had Gandalf or Luke had Obi-Wan or like you mentioned, Robert Kiyosaki had his rich dad. Who were some of your heroes? Were they real life mentors, speakers, authors, peers who may be a couple years ahead of you? And how important uh, were they to what you've accomplished so far? Okay. Um, my daily heroes are the guys I work with. Um, I learn a lot from them and they've taught me a lot. And so uh, I would say the first guy that comes to mind is, is Walter Lopez. So he is a, he's a Genesis developer. Well, he's a WordPress developer and he specializes in anything with Genesis theme. He can work with all themes and plugins and all that, but he, he's basically our main senior developer. And he, uh, I mean, just everything, <laughs> code auditing, code cleaning, code refactoring, doing custom stuff and, and just fixing things that even, you know, there, there's mature plugins on the market that, that still have their own little mistakes or errors or whatever. And he's been able to go in there and, and fix that for us. So I've learned a lot from him and he, yeah, I, I can't even, I can't say enough about him. He's, he's my hero. <laughs> he's my everyday <laughs> hero. Um, the other guy, uh, Asfihani, one of our longest server admins, he's, he's in Indonesia. Uh, he has a background in enterprise web hosting. He's, he's come from one of the really big companies out there. I forgot the name right now. Um, and he's been great. He's, he's built a lot of our server stack and, adjusted and supported and when we got hacked he he was the one that was able to go in there and quickly you know find out where it was coming from which user account which file what which processes etc cetera, etc cetera. so he saved that and then another guy who i think nobody knows and nobody pre his name's craig and craig is a uh he's a british guy i think he's living in thailand uh he's in thailand right now just being an expat and he's a designer He's really saved my life a lot. <laughs> he, uh, you know, I think people really underestimate the power of, of, of great design, especially when it comes to development, 
um, or creating ads that, that really get the clicks, that really get your attention. So he's, he's helped me uh, in our internal business. He's developed a, a lot of our websites and our graphics and all that, but he's also done his magic for some of our clients. And I, you know, I, I absolutely love design and I'm extremely OCD about it. I'm, I'm like you, I'm like a, a pixel pusher. So to have a designer that understands what I want without me having to spell out everything. Um, and we've worked together for like many years now, so I've, I've lost track, but th those are the main three. Those are the big three for me. That's, that's awesome. And is that, uh, is that your whole team or is that just a small portion of it? Uh, I would say this is our core team. Like these are the, you know, the, there's the four, the, 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 these are the four of us that know each other. And then there's a few other characters like, but they only know me or they only know Craig or they only know Walter. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. This is the core four, the, the fantastic four. <laughs> awesome. I love, I love that you're, uh, you, you, you hold your team in such high, high, uh, high regard. That's uh, that's a cool, cool place to be. So I got, one last question for you for the interview, and it's about your guiding principles, um, right? So top one or two principles or actions that you use regularly today that you think contribute to the success and influence that you guys enjoy. Maybe something you wish you'd known when you first started out as an entrepreneur all these years ago. I, I would say you have to know your, your, your internal work rhythm. So I, I've, I've liked to say this before to, with other people. Um, I'm a project kind of guy. Uh, and there's, there's project, there, there are project people. And then there's like consistent people, uh, like the routine people. So, mm -hmm. and, and what I mean by that, there are people who work really well, um, be every day, every day they put in whatever their set number four five, six, seven, eight hours and they're in and out and they do a fantastic job. They're always reliable. They're always dependable. They, they catch all the details and, they don't, and they don't miss a day. So there's that kind of person and they, they work really well in that structure. And then there's people like me. Um, I do fantastic work for three months where it looks like I'm working 20 hours a day. I pr it probably is. And then I'm just completely lazy and I disappear off the grid for and three months. And you're worthless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm worthless. Everything is delegated. I don't check my emails. Um, but that, but that's just me. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not consistent at all when I'm inspired and motivated and charged. I just explode. Everything <laughs> happens all at once. And after that, I, I go eat ice cream. I do sports. I travel. I, I just disappear. So that, that unfortunately is, has been the most uh, productive way for me. And, and I think everyone just, they have to know, right. And, and you have to know this about yourself, but you also have to know this about your coworkers. And if you're working with a project person, you have to understand that they're going to do incredible work, but at any moment when they switch off, they're off. You, you can't get mad at them. You can't yell at them. You, you can't demand anything, you know, and, and, and then just wait until they come back on again. And then there's other people who, you know, they're like the everyday people. You have them for a set number of hours and that's it. And once it's, once it's, uh, you know, 30 minutes, past their off time, they don't pick up their, their phone anymore. So you yeah. have to expect that as well. Yeah, that's really interesting. I think I'm probably more on the project side too, you know, if you're making that dichotomy where I, I, I will, I don't think I've ever gone quite the whole three months thing, but I'm definitely like, I will push through a whole project until it's done. And then once it's done, I'm like, psh, I'm off until I got the next thing. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. I'll go and 
go and play or do something else. Um, I spend a lot of time with my kids nowadays. Um, but yeah, I, I totally feel you there. So um, that basically wraps up the interview. I got one more thing we do. Um, not really a question, more of a, we call it a hero's challenge. It's pretty simple. Um, it's basically this, do you have someone in your life and your network that you think has a cool entrepreneurial story? Who are they? First names are fine. And why do you think they should come share their story with the guests or with uh, the audience here on our show? Well, I, I probably have to, I'd have to nominate Walter. This, this guy has, has sat with me in the trench, the coding trenches. He's, he's helped, you know, he's, him and I were up late night together trying to solve clients issues, a server, server outage, code breaking, website launch, this and that. We've sat with each other through some really difficult, really stressful projects. But yeah, uh, he would be the guy. Uh, what's his story? I think you got to get it from him. But um, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. why. I was just why. Why do you think you should share his story? But uh, he's got a yeah. cool story. We'll see about getting him on. I think he's just a he's just a really great person. Um, and aside from being a good person, it's the way that he looks at problems that you feel like anybody can solve any problem. You know, he he's a very. Uh, I, I I don't know how to say it. I. I I guess you could say understated genius. Where That's cool. Yeah, he, he can look at anything and, and, and find the answer, but, but not in like a complicated show-off-y way. He just kind of looks at it and goes, oh, okay, well, it, let's, let's try this, or I think it's this way, I think it's that way. And, and, eat, and explain it to you where even you feel like you could have solved it yourself. <laughs> awesome. So at this point, thank you so much for coming on the show, Johnny. Really appreciate it. Where can people find you if they're interested in maybe having you guys host their sites or, you know, get some speed performance stuff done or maybe even get custom development done? Um, where can they find you? And then second question, who are the, the, the types of clients that should reach out if they're listening and say, hey, you know, I think I need to uh, reach out to Johnny. So I have my WordPress blog. It's wpjohnny.com. I review uh you know, anything related to, to plugins, but also I love designs and perform. I mean, I'm sorry, I review everything about WordPress performance, servers, cache plugins, different speed tactics, but we also cover a lot of design work and then just business plugins, everyday plugins that would help any business or WordPress site owner. Uh, and then we have our, our johnnyvps.com, that's our web hosting service. So best kind of clients for us, really, um, if you know what we do, you want speed, you want performance, or at the very least, you just want to talk to someone who's going to give you the honest scoop on what they think you should do with your site, uh, we're for you. Um, you can find me on Facebook groups. I'm always out there giving free help and whatnot. You can find me on my website. We have a YouTube channel. But um, yeah, we'll help everybody we can. And if you want to hire us or have us cons you know, consult with us, uh, we're, we're happy to help you out any way that we can. Um, any size, no job too, too big, yeah. small, basically. Yeah. And if I, if I can give you just a plug as well, because the, like the way that it went down for us is I was actually doing some research on speed for a client um, and found what, your big long post that you were talking about. I actually read through that whole thing. Um, and then I saw you posting in one of the Facebook groups that I was in, um, reached out to you and um, we got some of our sites moved over and just immediately had tremendous impact on our site speed and found out later that some of my other like pals in the business industry um, were using your service as well. And I was like, how come you didn't tell me about Johnny, right? <laughs> I needed to know sooner. So, so this is, you know, for my audience out there, if you're listening and you are, if like, if your site's not loading in under like three seconds, reach out to Johnny, right? 
talk to them about their their VPS service. Um, if you do anything where you're exchanging goods goods for goods or services for money and you use the internet in any way, um, he could probably help you get your uh, get your sites faster. Um, and that will it translates into more revenue um, almost every time. So that's my uh, my plug for for Johnny VPS. Um, and so for, with that, thank you so much for coming on, Johnny. You have any final like words of wisdom for our audience before we hit the stop record button here? Um, just just have fun and, and take a break every now and then. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Absolutely. I like the idea of taking a break. We talk about that all the time. Permission to play. So thank you, Johnny. Appreciate having you on here. Okay. Thank you, Richard. Thanks for having me.